So a guy I knew attempted to do a hundred Ironman triathlons in a hundred days. So one after another, each day in a consecutive row. But I'll never forget a friend of mine's response who is a pretty high level competitive professional rower. And he said, why doesn't he just do one really fast? I agreed with him, but is he right? Do you enjoy going as far as possible and challenging yourself at a nice, comfortable pace, at least in the beginning? Well, no matter what side you pick, we'll try to convince you otherwise or let you stay exactly where you are on this special series of This and That with your guest host, Remy B. Real, on this episode of Trees and D Lake. Warm up complete. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for coming back to another special episode of Remy B. Real with my man, Darren. How you doing, my dude? I'm doing great. I'm trying to run fast and I'm trying to run far. Ooh, I think they call that foreshadowing. <laughs> this is our special series, This or That, where we talk about some polarizing topics in the endurance sports community and try to get some feedback from the audience and see where we land because you could get with this or you could get with that. You could get with this or you could get with that. This episode today is... Would you rather run fast or run far? And again, I know that that's like, but there are people that are literally optimized for either or. And if you tell them to do the opposite, they're just like, wait, it's like changing religion. It's like changing Mac to PC, iPhone to Android. You know, like it's, it's, it's very much a, an identity shift. So Remy, where do you sit on this? Because I have a inkling and a, and a gut feeling that I think I know where you'd be. Let's talk about it. Go fast or go far. You know, I'm going to let the scenery kind of do the talking for me here. And yeah, fast and far are all very subjective, right? So what is fast for one could mean something else for another. And what is far to you means something entirely different to anybody else. But generally speaking, I'll admit I'm spoiled and I want to savor all this in. So if you're asking me if I'd rather go at a breakneck speed, whatever that means to you, through this environment, or do I want to go further and see more of it? Easily, easily, I'd rather go further. I want to take in a variety of scenery. And if I could get more of this by going further, sign me up. All right, point number one, genetics and a bit of a hashtag humble brag. I was born with fast twitch muscles, therefore I need to use them. I'm actually gonna lose them in the next two, maybe four or five years if I'm lucky. So I need to make sure that I'm maximizing my speed and getting the most out of these fast twitch muscles and that I'm pretty good at running fast. So it might seem again like a humble brag, but it's actually me working with what I have. Which leads me to point number two, which is I need to work with my strengths. Everyone has strengths, everyone has weaknesses, and you should, or at least I believe, you should double down on those strengths, and I personally forget about the weaknesses. So because I'm fast, I need to do fast intervals, speed work, short rest. That's the best thing that I can do for as long as possible over the next few years. And if you have slow twitch muscles, you should probably do longer intervals with maybe longer rest. It all depends on what you're optimizing for and your objectives. We actually talk about that more in the next section. Take it away, Remy. All right, thank you so much for that, Mr. Fast Twitch. All right, we see you, okay, I get it. 
Look, 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 look. Some people were born tall and they go to the NBA. You know, there was Muggsy Bogues. He was 5'3, <laughs> you know, but like he's an anomaly. But if you're tall, there's a higher chance of you going to the NBA. So you might as well work with that or playing volleyball or, you know, something with that height. So. This is true. You got to work with what you got. And, you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, I've been I've been called uh, affectionately an endurance monster. Hashtag I'm slow. <laughs> so, you know, that's you're, you're, that's you're the train. You're that you're that 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 train is takes a while to get up to speed and then it's like poof that thing ain't that thing ain't slowing we'll down we'll get you soon. there man old reliable we'll get you there but that was some of us let's hear from the polls and some video feedback from the audience members what's up darren coming to you from the cherry blossom 10 miler in washington dc it's absolutely gorgeous out here awesome day for a fast race so as for your question would i prefer to run fast or far Today, I prefer to run fast. This is a PR by almost a full minute. I ran a 106.20. Super excited about it. I ride far often, but I actually prefer going fast. It's just really fun. Add break. Right now is the part where I go, hey, if you're feeling this, make sure you like, subscribe, rate this, share it out with your friends about how amazing this is, right? All right, while you should go out and do that anyway, how about I actually give you something that will help you? Is the running, health, fitness, and endurance sport internet too much sometimes? Too much conflicting content on how to train right? Or you just don't have the time to read and watch the latest trends on how to, I don't know, carb cycle for your next marathon. Don't worry. I'll take care of all that for you by showing you how to train, race, and live 1% better consistently. To do this, just sign up for my free D-Lake Runs newsletter. I figure out this whole 1% better thing so you don't have to by scouring the Endurance Sports Internet's deepest and darkest corners. Go to D-Lake Creates forward slash news, spell the normal way, N-E-W-S, to be inspired and motivated on the regular. And back to the show. Let's go to responses because it's really interesting to understand why people chose what they did. Sure. And John Kuhn, who is a comedian, he, and he's a very funny, funny guy. Um, he's a video maker first, comedian second. I want my inner belief that I'm better than everyone to manifest in physical reality. So uh, I don't know what he chose. I'm going to assume he chose distance. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> a race far. But all right, here's a bit more practical one. We got Keith Buzz Lightyear, who's a very, very fast runner here in Sydney. And he said, personal best often 99% is reference to time, which I'm going to refer to as speed and not distance, which is far. So um, that, that's, a, that's a really good point, you know, that, Fair that you know, everyone's trying to get a personal best and it, it, it is how fast you're going. You know, people don't do, oh, I did a hundred kilometer run. I'm going to do 101 the next, like, unfortunately, you know, we, we don't have these open sourced runs where you can run as far as you want, except ultras, actually extreme ultras. Um, the Barclays. I was just thinking. The Barclays. Yeah. The Barclays yeah. where it's basically just who dropped. No, what? Oh no. There's the, um, sorry. There's the backyard ultras that are happening where it's basically till you drop. It's the four it's mile. It's a war of attrition. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sorry, so not the Barclays. It's not the Barclays, which technically it kind of is, but because um, it is basically last last person standing. Uh, but yeah, it's the backyard ultras, which I think I actually side note. Here's a fun side note. I have a cool Here. theory, and I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a really long winded post podcast video on this, and I really believe. So as much as I said, you know, like oh, I'm fast, you know, this, that, and the other. I really believe that we put too much power and we give too much props to pro 
runners, pro marathoners in particular. They have been born with a crazy amount of speed and endurance and they can hold it and they have crazy high lactic levels that they can hit and not, you know, not slow down. Therefore, they can run 159 marathons, you know, Elio Kachogi and the women you running 215s and, you know, whatever, whatever the fastest woman's running, which is extremely fast. Sure. Most people are out there doing the 26.2 miles, 42.2 Ks in four to five hours. Are they trying less than the marathoners? One would actually say that they're trying more, you know, 100%. as long as, you know, let's, let's, let's get the people that are walk running and smiling and dancing, you know, like, cool. If you want to do a marathon a New York city marathon, you want to dance with the, with, with, with the marching band, you know, at the, at the 13 mile mark, that's fine. Like I'm not hating on you, but there's some people out there that are literally suffering from mile five or mile one or whatever. And somehow mm -hmm. they can keep suffering for five hours. What the hell? You know, Iron Man, 17 hours. Are you joking me? You know, I did my Iron Man 10 hours. They, they suffered for 17 hours. Like my, my partner, she finished in 13. And I'm like, she suffered for three hours longer than me. That's crazy. Well, so, and, and that's some of the point, right? I've heard from a handful of other athletes. It's like, yeah, I ran faster because I wanted the suffering to be over. So to think that, you know, sure, because you're running a marathon in three hours. Yeah, that's rough. But then you also want to give it up to those who are still out there grinding, because as we talked about before, time on feet, that matters, too. Yeah. I'll throw back to that episode up here. I have this. So this is my theory. This is my theory. Finally. OK, I think what they should do is they go. Everyone's running a three hour run on a looped course, whether it be two miles, four miles, you know, five K's, whatever you want. Right. One, it will be spectator friendly. So it'll be similar to what Elliot Kachogi did in Breaking 2 and when the Ineos 159. Um, so spectator friendly. So your friends and family can actually see you multiple times and cheer you on. You get used to the course. So those loops actually are really good, especially if you get tired. You know, that's the point there. That's the point there. Your pacing gets better. You get into more of a flow. Um, and then it's just basically, you know, three hours like stop. And, you know, they got you on some sort of a, every time you cross the line, it's, you know, it, uh, it's some sort of, a, you know, a, a, a sensor or sort, sort of thing. So you can't cheat it um you then have a chip or whatever as like a double kind of like a, a failure redundancy and it's like stop all right three hours where you at and then it's like cool yo you know i did 50ks or you know i'm sure the pros will be doing 50 52ks and then amateur will be 30 30ks and it's like that then is your ranking so how much distance how how fast did you run in the distance so how, how fast did you run and then how far did you run so um that's i think can that be done? Probably not, but it actually can be because marathons, the problem with marathons is the courses. They're very, you know, you have to get the police, you have to do the road closures. Yep. So having a closed loop for five Ks, I don't know, you know, well, maybe sponsors, if you want to get on board and help me out, this might be something I'll do in the next 10 years. But sorry, I know you're trying to get to your point. Uh, I am not against running far in the future though. So I will, when I turn 50, I do have plans to run a 50 kilometer race. It's not a 50 mile, 50 kilometer race. And that is it. I'm not doing 100Ks. I'm not graduating up, uh, at least right now. I don't, uh, unless I'm a beast in the 50 and I naturally just like crush the 50, which I don't think I will be because I have fast switch muscles. But unless like, you know, I'm just, I, I love this. This is amazing. This is my calling is to be out in the woods for 10 hours, 15 hours. But I will run further. I'll start running more marathons in the next few years. But right now I'm just focused on the 5K. What were you going to say? Sorry about that. Well, as you were explaining that hypothetical situation. And I can't remember what it's called, but this this event does exist. And you got to ask yourself, all right, if you were doing this loop and there's got to be some element of time involved, mm 
but you're doing the loop and it, at the end of the loop, we're going to start the next one. Let's give everybody an hour, right, to do this loop. Now, the faster you run the loop, the more time you have back at the at the station to refresh and do this and that. So it's like, so, a, it's like an on. It's like, you know, the, the, the swim sets when you do the on. So you exactly you do you do, you know, 100 meters on two. So whatever time, like if you finish in a minute 20, you have 40 seconds rest. If you finish in a minute 40, you have on 20 seconds rest. I do that for my 400s too. So it's on two minutes. Yes. Yes, exactly. it's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you think to yourself, if you just busted it, is the remaining time that you have is that enough to recover because you ran so fast? So there's a strategy to it. Or yes. <laughs> would you rather take more of your time and still be fresh? Like you maybe just have a five minute recovery to get a splash and this and that, but I'm actually not that tired because I didn't keep myself. Now let's ask ourselves, tortoise in the hair, who's actually going to survive? It's gonna be the tortoise almost every time. Right, because you. It, de it depends on your genetic. It depends on your genetic it, makeup, because like, and this is this is where I realized like I started doing more speed sessions, but more volume. So let's say I need to do five kilometers of the course of a, a race. Oh, sorry, a training session. Right, you can split that in different ways. So someone like you, you might want to do three one mile intervals, right, mm -hmm. with a little bit more rest. Okay, I'll then go. You know what? I'll do eight 600 meter intervals or you know whatever the equal number is and i'll have less rest in between but because i have and this is this has been science proven and i've started experimenting on myself and realizing it actually works i enjoy it more i don't burn out as fast and it's just like it actually is training me to work on my strengths whereas you if you were to sprint out and do 600s at a faster pace you'd be like all right you know a lot of people with slow twitch muscles that don't like sprinting they're like this is uncomfortable i don't like this and i it was one pro runner he said it he goes he had to do 400s he goes i would take doing 1000s and 2000 repeats any day over speed work i said ew i was like dude i take 400s and 600s any day over doing one mile and 2k speed so it's just it's a mentality and if you enjoy doing it you'll then do it more so that recruits and Absolutely. then you'll get better at it but you you're actually getting the same amount of work because we all end up at 5k's worth of work at the end of the day it's just you're doing that work in a certain way and you're doing more of it in the way you want to do so again if you pace i would probably pace with more rest because that actually works better for me so to say that the tortoise would win every time it depends there's more long there's more slow twitch muscle people that do endurance sports because it's made for and like you don't get a hundred meter person doing a marathon like it is and you can, Bolton, ain't, ain't doing a marathon anytime soon you know yeah, and <laughs> like, depending on what your your goals are you know you can definitely flip either way right there are no right or wrong answers but in response to the all the pbs are measured in time which then means you need to go faster right all the experiences are measured in distance because when you hear about the race across america well that's a that's a far thing. If you want to talk about swimming the English Canal, that's a far thing. Like we're yeah. trying to go far. And that becomes like, yes, setting this PB, that number is impressive. But saying that, you know what? I went from Canada to Mexico, also super impressive. You know, it might've taken me a week, but my two legs got me across this incredible distance. But 
What do y'all think? There are no right or wrong answers. Let us know down in the comments. We will be hanging out. We will be responding to these because we want to keep the conversation going. We want to see if you're this, if you're that, if you're Mac, if you're PC. And, you know, we just want to keep the engagement going. Thank you so much for checking this one out. If you've enjoyed it, you know what you got to do to help us out. Like, subscribe, share it with a friend. Check out some of the other videos we've done in this series. And until next time, it's been real. Peace. Just be a master of some. This episode is brought to you by Energy Coaching, which is Mike Tree's coaching service. Mike coaches beginners to pros and all levels in between. No one is too fast and no one is too slow. All the coaches have a desire to learn and improve with their athletes. Energy Coaching focuses on the 1500 meters to marathon running and triathlon training. Energy coaching is usually overbooked, so Instagram and this podcast venture, Trees and D Lake, gives Mike and the rest of his energy coaching team a way to reach out to more people and help them. Contact Mike and his team at nrg-coaching.com for more info. That's the letters nrg-coaching.com, no spaces, for more information. Time. Time is a resource that no one can make more of not yet at least. So we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen, watch, and generally consume all of this stuff. Accessibility is pretty cool nowadays. So we have a transcript for all of the episodes. Make sure to go to the show notes section on this episode on whatever podcast player you're listening to, or you can go to the description of this video on YouTube, or just go to dlakecreates.com forward slash transcripts. All of this was produced in Sydney, Australia, so I acknowledge the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, who are the traditional custodians of the land. I pay my respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging. A lot of people ask how they can support us, and I think the easiest way is to just share this out to people you know that would like this. So whether it's a podcast link from Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts, whatever you're listening on, or you're watching on YouTube, send them the link, or even you know the Instagram post, my newsletter, blog post, etc. We try to make it super accessible. The second easiest way is to rate, like, or subscribe to this podcast and or video on YouTube, or even subscribe to my newsletter. If you have any feedback, feel free to hit me up, talk at dlakecreates.com. That's the letters T-A-L-K at dlakecreates.com, spelled all the normal way. Train smart, race, and live easy. Peace.